Uh, what's good? Welcome to the first episode of No Face, No Case. I'm here with Ava Ranieri. Ava Ranieri on the beat. She's a well-renowned, world-renowned Wendy's star. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about the murder of Blake and Mary Jo Hadley, which is also known as the Tyler Hadley murder party. Are you Sounds ready, Ava? interesting. I'm ready for it. Okay, so uh, Port St. Lucie, it's basically a city like in Florida, um, like on the Atlantic coast. I know two people who live there slash used to live there. And oh, they said you're it's from like, Atlanta, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Okay. So um, they said it was pretty boring, like as a place to live, especially in 2011. Like there wasn't anything to do. And for a little bit of um, true crime history mm-hmm. in the area, Florida's first serial killer, who's named Gerard John Schaefer, he actually, um, when he was in high school, he went to Marist Academy in Atlanta. Really? Yes, really. Anyways, he was a police officer, and in 1972, he, like, killed two girls, tied them up to a tree in a park in Port St. Lucie, and then buried their bodies under it, so now it's like a haunted devil tree. Would you go hang out at that tree? Maybe to be, like, edgy. Was that the move? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Um, and so my friend Tara, who lives there, said that some guy took a piece of bark from the tree and then he got into a car crash, like, right after. No way. So it's, like, haunted. That kind of sucks for him. And (laughs) so Port St. Lucie is, like, definitely not a rough area. It's basically a suburb. But for some reason in, like, 2011, there were a ton of, like, crimes committed by kids kids like, uh-huh like a group of 14 year olds vandalized a house and caused like ten thousand dollars in damage middle schoolers and then some other like garbage children ransacked a bunch of local chain stores and like filmed it which is probably like the dumbest crime you can commit um because you're filming it and there's literally cameras evidence yeah yeah um but at least do it before you're 18 so you won't get charged as an adult facts beat the system exactly so um tyler was born december 16th 1993 and he was 17 when the crime was committed that's old i am that's old you are mm-hmm. i presume yeah i know okay anyways uh he had a brother who's like 16 or not 16 sorry six years older than him mm-hmm. his parents were very loving his mom was a school teacher and his dad like worked at a watch factory um, he was, like, a respectful and sweet kid, pretty much, but he was also, like, weird. Mm-hmm. Like, he's pretty weird. When he was 10, after a fight, he was at his friend's house. Um, it was a fight with his mom. He promised his friend that he was going to kill his parents, which is definitely not a normal thing for a 10-year-old to say. Yeah. I don't know about you, but when I was 10, I did not say things like that. Yeah. Pretty much. So, in high school, he struggled a lot more. Um, He had an eating disorder and, like, depression and, like, substance abuse. He drank and smoked a ton of weed, and his friend said he did a ton of pills. Monkeys, bars, Zans, perks, beans, blues, (laughs) and ecstasy once or twice. So, he was on an anti-anxiety medicine and antidepressant medicine, which he later tried to, like, blame it on the murders, which doesn't really make sense. Really? But one time, a neighbor, like, wouldn't let her kid hang out with Tyler because she saw him smoking in the park and <laughs> thought that he was going to start a forest fire. So, <laughs> I 
I thought that was like a really weird assumption to make. But literally two weeks after that, him and his friends lit the River Park Wildlife Preserve on fire, like with a couch. They lit in gasoline. And they only got off with a warning, even though they genuinely started a forest fire. How is that possible? I don't know. Damn. Ten weeks before that, he got into a fight at his friends, and he was charged with aggravated battery. And since he had, like, a record, he was sentenced to a week in juvie and two weeks on house arrest. So his mom obviously was, like, mad at him because he went to fucking juvie. Right. So she, like, took his phone away, but he was able to communicate through Facebook, you know, as one does. Uh This is an excerpt of a conversation between Tyler and his friend Isadora. Tyler, don't text me about drugs. Isadora, what happened? Tyler, my mom has it because I got arrested on Monday and she's flipping shit. I just got out today. Isadora, oh shit. Tyler, fucking shit sucks. Isadora, you bad kid. Tyler, just kidding. It's a pirate's life for me. Isadora, Lamau, WTF are you talking about? Tyler, I don't fucking associate with non-pirates. Isadora, what? Tyler, okay, I'm done with all the nautical nonsense. Um, what? Yeah, he's a pretty weird kid, I told you. Isadora, you're so silly. What are you doing? Tyler, (laughs) nothing. Considering suicide. Isadora, why? Tyler, because I want to die, I guess. Isadora, this is the point where you hang up the phone. (laughs) This is the point where you close the laptop. Exactly. Isadora said, are you being serious? Tyler said, yes, I do want to die sometimes. Isadora then says, don't die. Smoke a bowl whenever you're down. Tyler said, I used to. Now I drink a lot when I'm depressed. And in all caps, he says, it fills the emptiness inside me. Oh, Lord. Isadora, you're quite a character. <laughs> Tyler, yes, but all my smiles are fake. Um, He's definitely a weird child. You know, it's giving very much Bart Simpson, sad edit, XXX Tentation. Of course. Yeah. And he, again, he was a weird kid. He didn't have that many friends. And he was described as bizarre. Um, He would start laughing. And, like, one time randomly during class, he started mooing super loudly. Yeah, as one does. <laughs> as one does. So, like, the events leading up to the murders. Um, in late June of that year, he came home drunk from a night out where he literally, like, peed in his friend's bed. Oh. And his mom, like, sectioned him to a mental hospital. Dang. <laughs> All right. Um, so, two weeks before the party, he was hanging out with his friend Marky Phillips and he randomly blurted out that he wanted to kill his parents and have a huge party with their bodies still inside the house because nobody has ever done that before. Um, yeah, nobody's ever done that before because that's, like, not okay. That's just not <laughs> something that people do. Yeah, so that's, that's why it's never been done before. why it's never been done before. <laughs> Definitely. Um, also, two weeks before, Mary Jo told her friends that Tyler was doing better and becoming himself again. Which is really sad considering the events that follow. So what does he do next? Shut up. The weekend before, (laughs) Tyler went to a family reunion with his dad and his grandpa in Georgia. And his grandpa said that, like, Tyler was totally fine. Then, okay, he started telling, like, all of his friends on social media he was going to have a huge party. Even though he was basically the kid that, like, never had parties. Mm -hmm. And his parents were, like, getting more strict because... 
he just got out of juvie like he was on house arrest right and so um he told his friends like can my house tomorrow we're gonna celebrate have fun whatever and when his friends would ask like is the party still happening he would say i'm working on it oh my god it's kind of creepy so the night oh my gosh the night of the night of july 16th 2011 a little before five, Tyler literally hid his parents' cell phones so they wouldn't be able to call for help. Oh my goodness. Okay, he popped three mollies. Oh, I'm scared. And this is my favorite part. He listened to the song Feel Lucky by Lil Boozy to hype himself up, <laughs> which is like genuinely, it's a great song. Like, it's one of my favorite songs. And when I listen to it every time, I just think of Tyler Hadley trying to get ready to murder his parents listening to the song my goodness okay but this is horrible he grabbed a claw hammer from the garage stood behind his mom who was like on using the family computer on the desk for five minutes just standing behind her then bashed the or bashed her head in with the back of the claw hammer repeatedly okay she began screaming and like screaming why and the dad heard and ran from the master bedroom and he was also screaming why and then tyler screamed why fucking not then he did the same to his dad okay he wrapped towels around their heads and dragged the bodies to the master bedroom it took him three hours to clean up and then he literally piled like everything he could find every single object onto the bodies to be covered in the master bedroom okay (laughs) there's pictures of it on the instagram um so he took a shower after this and then laughed in the mirror staring at himself which is giving very much like he wants to be the joker it's just really cringe you know wow like he wants to be like a cool badass murderer but he's really not yeah it's just very weird okay so this is when the party's about to start he stopped at an atm withdrew five thousand dollars in cash picked up some friends and went home to start the party so it began at 11 p.m he was wearing a black t-shirt black jeans and black mid air force ones you're lying not the air force ones that's definitely something that i would wear my gosh black air force ones i think Mm -hmm. i saw you wearing that last week actually (laughs) (laughs) okay so at 11 30 a popular kid who tyler didn't know because he was like kind of lame um named mike (laughs) came with about 10 of his friends so, the only reason people were showing up to this party um, is because there was nothing to do. And Mike said that Tyler seemed super anxious, and he was clearly still rolling. He asked that people wouldn't smoke inside his house because it's his parents' house. Later, when kids were going outside to smoke, he changed his mind because he didn't want the neighbors to call the cops, so he let people smoke in the house. As people started rolling, they were, like, putting cigarettes out on the carpets, literally smashing bottles on the floor throwing oh like cans gosh. in the yard it was crazy just like some crazy florida kids yeah people were like making mac and cheese i swear to god florida no. florida's insane okay his house is a mess these are clearly horrible kids who are like treating his parents house like that right because tyler said that like his parents were away or they were in georgia or like visiting his brother in college so like no one really questioned that um but like his parents still own the house and you're still like making like a huge mess you know right so um the beer pong table was like directly across from the family computer (laughs) and since it was like 2011 they were queuing up songs on youtube 
They played No Sleep by Wiz Khalifa. Yes. <laughs> um, Tune She's Back and Rax. And what's that song? Love Somebody. I'm on a good cushion, I can <laughs> Love me. Come on. Love me. Okay, sorry. Love me. Um, by Lil Wayne. The keyboard was covered in dark, sticky substance that everyone assumed was beer or coke. Oh, no. But, yep, later it was revealed that it was actually Mary Jo's blood because she was sitting at the family computer. Oh, my god! Clearly, he didn't do a great job cleaning up the blood. So, (laughs) this happened, like, a little later, but a beer pong ball literally rolled under the table and got stuck in a little patch, like a puddle, Mm -hmm. of the dark, sticky substance. So they just washed it off in the sink and kept playing beer pong with it. Oh, my goodness. Uh Uh-huh. Disgusting. If she had, like, a blood disease, you know, they would get it. No offense. That's crazy. Um, Don't do Mary Jo. I'm sorry, Mary Jo. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I promise. So at midnight, there were, like, 100 people at the party. This is some Project X type stuff. (gasps) Just, like, without the dead bodies, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So the Hadley family had two dogs. They had a black Labrador named Sophie and a partially blind and deaf beagle. They found the Labrador locked in the closet, like really scared, and the beagle was cowering under Tyler's brother's bed, who was away at college. I know. So sad. So at 12.30, the party was running out of beer, and Tyler asked his friend Mark Andrews and Mark's girlfriend Ashley Gershman to drive him to the gas station to get some more beer. So um, Tyler gave Mark, who was 21, a stack of 20s and asked him to get four cases of bush light. When Tyler and Ashley were in the car, he mentioned to her that his dad died. And obviously, Ashley, like, doesn't know this kid very well, just assumed that he was talking about, like, his dad died when he was younger or a mm-hmm. while ago. Not literally that day. Right. <laughs> I know. So, when they got back, there was a kid running around with his shirt off, holding the neighbor's mailbox. The neighbor's mailbox? The neighbor's mailbox, for some reason. Tyler freaked out, started yelling um, at the kid to, like, put it back, because stealing a mailbox is a felony. (laughs) Is it really? Uh, Yeah, but you know what's worse than a felony? Stealing mail. Double homicide. Yeah. Double homicide. Kind of true. He's kind of worried about the wrong things. (laughs) So, at, like, 12.50, a kid named Anthony Snook, okay, walked towards the master bedroom door and tried to open it because he assumed that kids were smoking in there. But when it was locked, he noticed, like, a dark smear on the floor that looked like paint. And it also looked like someone tried to wipe it up. (laughs) My gosh. Between 1 and 2 a.m., Tyler's friend Mark Andrews was leaving the party, and Tyler pulled him aside and asked if they could have a private conversation. They went outside, and Tyler told all the kids to go in the house so the neighbors wouldn't call the cops. So Tyler basically told him, like, I'm freaking out. You're not going to believe me. I killed somebody. And Mark goes, dude, you killing somebody is your business. Don't tell me that sort of thing. I don't need to know. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Meanwhile, Tyler's just, like, rolling. Yeah, freaking out, rolling. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. Insane. (laughs) And so he was just, like, mentioning to random people at this point that he, like, was going to go to jail because he did something really bad. And Tyler went to his room and found Kimberly Theban, described in the article I read as a chubby, black-haired, 20-year-old girl who was his close friend and neighbor. 
and was also named or like called K Nasty. Mm-hmm. Okay, K Nasty. K Nasty. So he told her that he was going to go away for 60 years. Later, at 1 a.m., Tyler asked his best friend in the whole world, Michael Mandel, to go outside so they could speak privately. That's when Tyler told Michael that he killed his parents. Michael didn't believe him, but Tyler told him that if he looked closely enough, he could see the signs. Oh, my god! Okay, Michael saw there were two cars in the garage, but his parents weren't home. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So, like, where were they? Um, so, Tyler took him to the garage, and when he turned on lights, there was a bloody footprint. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then he took him to the master bedroom. Oh, my gosh. It's gonna go down. Yeah. So, he told him what happened. He saw the bodies, uh, like, the pile and everything. Later that night, for some reason, Tyler and Michael took a selfie which is a crazy picture to look at. Again, it's on the Instagram. But, like... Just, like, in front of the bodies or what? No, no. Like, downstairs. Yeah. But I guess he wanted, like, one last picture be- before Tyler went to jail forever. Of the good times, right? Yeah, I guess. You only live once. It's a famous picture now, I guess. So, so at, <laughs> at 2 a.m., two officers came to the house because there were, like, noise complaints. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, there was, like, only 20 people at the party. So, Tyler told everyone to be quiet and hide in the room. He opened the door. And Tyler just talked to them for a few minutes and was like, yeah, we'll keep it down. Sorry. Isn't he, like, rolling? Yeah. Then the cops <laughs> left. Oh? Uh-huh. And at 10.30 a.m., Tyler's friends, like, came back to the party. They could tell something was, like, wrong with Tyler. Right. And his friend Michael Mandel, before leaving, he grabbed 10 perks that Tyler was about to use to kill himself. So he, like, prevented him from killing himself. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. a perk 300. <laughs> Holy. I know. He hid him in a hall closet. <laughs> Tyler turned the lights off um, to, like, avoid attracting any attention. Yeah. So when people were leaving, they just saw him making a sandwich in the dark. <laughs> okay. At 4.40 a.m., he Molly posted behavior. on his Facebook wall... Party at my house again, hit me up. At 4.32, officers were dispatched to his house again. So the officer said there was a really disturbing look on his face. His eyes were super wide. He wasn't blinking at all. Tyler, when the cops were coming, just they saw him grabbing stacks of books from a bookshelf and putting them in the back bedrooms and, like, talking to himself. It was crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they said it was in a frantic manner. Finally, the cops knocked on the door, and they saw him, but they didn't get an answer. He had his hand, when he opened the door, he had his hand hidden behind his back. And so, obviously, um, the cops drew their guns, because his hand was hidden. And um, he was just, like, going crazy. Um, He was incoherent. His pupils were huge. He said, I know I'm going to Rock Road, which was the name of the local prison. Oh, my gosh. And when the cops were going into the rooms, he was screaming, you can't go in there. You don't go in there. What happened next? Okay, they found the bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In court, Tyler got two life terms. Two life terms? And, like, no parole, that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. He's there forever. So he was 17. He was 17. He's Now just he's going to be there had, forever. had, like, a Project X moment. 
dropped a bunch of molly, and then planned to kill himself with a perk 300. Mm-hmm. But then totally got busted by the cops. And he totally yeah. got away with it the first time. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, I can't believe that. Yeah. I mean, he told basically everyone. I mean, yeah. He kind of didn't keep it a secret. He was obviously... Um, it was going to be found out. Yeah. But basically, um, in prison, people called him Hammer Kid. Or like Hammer... Okay, Hammer Time. <laughs> um, and he signed autographs as Hambo, but he also got jumped and beaten up. Oh. He said, I wish I could throw back some Miller Lights and smoke a fat-ass strawberry white owl, but I gotta say, it feels good to be sober. My head is nice and clear. Make sure you drink some Miller for me. Drink yourself <laughs> stupid like I used to do. I swear to you, Michael, the devil had a hold on me. I talked to him and he talked to me. That's why I seem so crazy towards the end. I'm not a cold-blooded monster like everyone thinks I am. I'm a caring person that made a horrible mistake. You gotta let people know that I was like, damn, brother. Mm-hmm. So some party-goers um, after said, that's creepy as hell. I can't believe we partied last night next to dead people. Um, I got like 30 Facebook friend requests after this interview. They were like, I seen you on the news, bro. I was like, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and that is the story of the Tyler Hadley murder party. Insane. I know, right? The pictures of him are so creepy. Gotta look at those. Actually frightening. <laughs> okay, thank you for listening to the first episode of my podcast. Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs>